Hey everyone. Hi. Welcome to the Rec Center podcast. Welcome. It has been so long since yeah. we've done this. What's up? How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Yeah. A uh, little update for everyone who's listening. We've been away for a while. A long time. A like a couple months. It's been a couple months. So we were doing this regularly. Once, well, for one, we had access to great equipment and a great studio. Yes. We were able to record this at will. And then the pandemic happened and everything got shut down and we lost access to all that good stuff that we did not pay for. Yeah. And you graduated. So I graduated college. So we couldn't really go back and we still can't go back because it's still shut down. But huge life update. I mean, we did have like one little update. Like we had like one show. Jack we got we a couple of new pairs of shoes. I got some new shoes. We got engaged. <laughs> That's bigger news. Are you just yes. forget about our engagement? You can't see, but I'm flashing my ring for you guys she's, right now. She's flashing that ring right now. So yeah, yeah our life has changed times. drastically, and now <laughs> not we really are, nothing's really. I mean, nothing's different. really changed. You know, the title of our life has changed, uh, but now we're trying to figure out how to plan a wedding. Yes, amidst a virus. Yeah. It's yeah. very difficult, but it's been so fun, yeah. right? It has been fun. I don't think Jack thinks it's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun in moderation. Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, it's, we've been, we've had people asking us like where we've been, what we've been doing and like life has just been crazy. It's been crazy for everyone. And like yeah. the world has been, there's been so much stuff going on, like amidst. It's hard like, to swallow everything. Yeah. Like all the conversations on Black Lives Matter and like all like the protests going around and like that conversation about racial injustice that we're like, we're continuing to have as a country and yeah. that's on top of all the virus stuff and the political stuff that's happening, like the election. Yeah. Like, it's and it's not just, been, just like in the news, it's like in your personal relationships yeah, too. Like and like every, talking it, with stuff your friends. Is permeated everywhere in yeah. our lives. And as it should, as it should. And we've kind of just wanted to, I mean, we, we made the decision like inadvertently, I guess, but just to kind of just focus on that stuff and like to devote our energy kind of just like thinking about that and talking about that. Um, Along with, you know, you spending your time applying to jobs because we're getting married. Because we're getting married, I need to make some (laughs) extra money. And me just working up a storm. I mean, I do have a job, but like I need need more money. Sorry, I don't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah has this ongoing bit of acting like my (laughs) coffee job is not a real job. Acting like he's unemployed. No, it is a great job. Acting like my job prospects in a pandemic leaving college are my fault. No. Oh my gosh. No. He has an amazing job. And when I visit him and I watch him do his thing, he does an amazing job at work. Thank you. He kills it, you know, with the, with the pour overs. There we go. You got one word in there. The cappuccinos. Don't hurt yourself. (laughs) Um, But so we, you know, life's been really hectic. I mean, I mean, it hasn't been hectic for us. Like our life is really nice and easy compared to what's going on in the world. But um, we have just taken the time, I think, just to focus on like us and just kind of like finding our place in the changing world around us and thinking about these really hard and difficult topics and um, and doing our podcast about movies and TV shows is not really yeah you know, the lighthearted the content that yeah, you need. It's not really been at the forefront of our thought. Um, yeah. But you know, at the same time, it's the craziness. Like it's good. It's good to have fun and enjoy these bits of art that can yeah. give us life and and can and uplift there us are and like you know, good encourage things, us. Good things that you can watch that like educate you about these things going on that sure. were made before, after, during all this going on. Oh, for sure. Like uh, you know, Watchmen that you were talking about that talking Jack about has been begging me to watch. That's that, a great show. It's to crazy watch. how topical that show was. Like before. 
I mean, like, it's not like Black Lives Matter stuff started this year. No, <laughs> like, not at it's all. Like, it's no way. But, like, for that, for them to, like, not even know that this would be so heavy in the conversation, like, later in the yeah. year, and for that show to come out when it did, it, it's it's crazy to me. It's mind-blowing. But I'm so glad that it did. Because it also it taught me about which I think we taught a lot of people about was the Tulsa race riot. Yeah. Which, which is not, not a race riot, which was a, a purge of black people yeah. and, black, and black Wall Street is what they called it's it. It's not in textbooks. Yeah. It's not. And we didn't learn about it in school. And it's like that story of white supremacists like attacking and burning this town of thriving mm-hmm. black people in it's, the 20s. Yeah. It's also interesting that like this all is coming at a time where we're all at home and like Mm -hmm. all have the time to like dedicate to these things, like dedicate to listening to what's going on, different people's perspectives, watching shows, reading books and everything. Like any other people devoted their time to YouTube university (laughs) and becoming QAnon followers. Oh gosh. But anyways, those are the worst people in the country. Just saying. Um, Uh, Well, there's other shows too. Like, um, that have been super cool like if you guys haven't figured out something to watch like educate yourselves jack and i watched a couple episodes of dear white people mm-hmm. and that was really funny and also really like yeah, powerful like a fun lighthearted take on yeah like understanding like uh like subtle racism in our everyday kind of lives yeah um, and then that we just don't even know the only acknowledge or really see in the moment yeah but can permeate into so many different areas that really affect black people especially yeah and there's other like we watched a while ago we saw in theaters um if beale street could talk mm-hmm. that's a really good one yeah. and then um oh one of jack and i's both favorite movies black klansman that's an amazing movie also a really topical movie that came out last year yeah and kind of really like set i mean that stuff like, was talking about stuff that happened like in a 2017 yeah, with the charlottesville stuff but it's still it's still relevant it's totally relevant for this moment right now yeah um, yeah, or sixteen nineteen on Netflix is a really good resource. Yeah, um, um, or any of the John Oliver slash Hassan Minaj stuff Hassan is really Minaj, good. Yeah, um, yeah. R.I.P. Patriot Act, Patriot Act just yeah. got canceled. I'm more of a John was, Oliver person, anyways. But it's I was gonna recommend Patriot Act. You guys should still watch it, but it just got canceled. But it's all on Netflix, yeah. and you should really like the episodes are super short. Just a little it's a mini super, recommendation. Super accessible show. Yeah, like, and like not, super understandable. Ha- it's not like high concept, and it's not like super like in your face. If you don't know what he's talking about he's yeah like, breaks hey. it down all the like, information hey, like, not everybody needs to know be an expert on like racial inequality right now yeah i'm, I'm or anything yeah yeah or anything or anything it's for someone who's not an retirement. expert that kind of wants like a crash course to understand these things like yeah, i've like, been watching like crash john green cor- yeah, i've been watching, watching all the john green videos and he's still making new videos like he's making a bunch right now currently Love uh, him. Like all his crash course uh, history videos, and they are really good. Like they're genuinely so good. We watched these in our Christian, my Christian school growing up. Yeah, thank and God. Not understanding like how, like not conservative he is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and watch them now. I'm like, oh my God! Like this is really smart, and it's really like on the nose and really topical. I did not catch a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And like some of his like subtle references to like the Bush era and like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like I did not catch that stuff when I was 13. Yeah. But I totally understand. Like it, I really appreciate him a lot more now. Like seeing like even like in like the 2010s or like even like 2014 or stuff like that. Like how, how much he was in the know back then and how much mm-hmm. he like anticipated the conversation we'd still be having now. Yeah. And, he, and he's still doing videos now talking about things currently or like as it relates to history. Um, but 
yeah, it's really it's really interesting. I would recommend checking out the Crash Course History videos. They're not for kids. Like, I mean, they we watched them as kids, yeah, or teenagers, but they are super good resource to watch now because, yeah, I mean, history. Like, I mean, I don't want to get. I don't want to go too far of a tangent about why I think people should study history, but it's like <laughs> Jack, the future history teacher. Yeah, you can like you can draw a line between like trends in U.S. history and European history and world history and Eurasian history. You know, all across like these intersections that we have now that we're dealing with now. You can like see the lines and the progressions of where those things started from and like how they changed and like ups and downs. Like those things are so important to learn because they directly inform the moment we're living in now and it's yeah. really it's really helpful totally yeah oh but this is a recommendation show i know what are we doing? So let's we're just, get to we're the just, recommendations we're just all right we're gonna try we to, just haven't chatted with you guys for so long i know we're gonna try to keep this short uh because it's we're our also first episode back we're also winging it yeah and we have a DoorDash order coming at like 6 30 so <laughs> <laughs> and we're recording this at 5 57 right now so we like want to get done 58 we want to get done before our order <laughs> gets our here. Shake Shack. Because we don't want to pause it and then have to eat and then come back to this and lose our train of thought. Yeah. And Or we don't want to have to, you know, let our food get cold. Yeah, I get soggy food. And the soggy more I talk shake about shack. this, the more the worse I'm making it for us <laughs> because I'm wasting more time talking about nonsense. Okay, okay. okay. You go first. You go well, first. Well, gentlemen's first, naturally. Yes. So something I watched recently that I absolutely loved was The Umbrella Academy. Ooh, yeah. Shout out to Trevor and Hannah Gallagher. Because we were hanging out with them. Yeah, and they told us to watch it. They told us to watch it. I completely wrote off the show. Because I, it has a monkey in it. No, I love monkeys. <laughs> and it has a, it's a chimpanzee, okay? But they're, all, they're all monkeys to me. <laughs> um, no, but so the show is like based off the comic book written by, um, I don't know why I'm forgetting his. Oh, Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Wait, Did he you know wrote that? a comic book? Yeah. The lead singer, Michael if Romance. I would have known that it was based on a comic book, I probably wouldn't have watched it. See, that's why I don't tell you anymore. <laughs> yeah. I never have a great show that's based off, yeah, that's loosely why, based off a comic book that's at times. That's why I haven't w- watched Watchmen. Yeah, even though it is, it's not based off a comic book, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a sequel. sequel to a comic book that has nothing to do with a comic book. And I've already watched the movie on the comic yeah. book. Yeah, you've watched the movie, which is arguably just okay, yeah. and you're refusing to watch this show, because which is incredible. Because I didn't incredible. like the movie. Well, the movie was just okay, I told you. <laughs> I'll watch it at some point. Okay, go on. So it's based off that comic that he wrote, which is incredible. I love that the lead singer of My Chemical Romance wrote the comic book, The Umbrella Academy. Um, I didn't, I wouldn't have ever thought that, that I don't even know. That's just wild. Well, people, people have, you know, people are not one thing. Yeah, people are not a monolith. Um, But, um, so... On one day in 1989, 43 infants are inexplicably born, inexplicably born to random, <laughs> unconnected women who showed no signs of pregnancy the day before. Seven of them are adopted by an eccentric billionaire, Sir Reginald Hargreaves, who creates the Umbrella Academy and prepares his quote-unquote children to save the world. In the teenage years, though, the family fractures and the team disbands, and then fast forward to the present day when the first season of the show takes place. Uh, the six surviving members of the family, quote-unquote family, reunites because Hargreaves, their pseudo-father, has died. They work dun, together, dun, dun. therefore, they work together to solve the mystery surrounding their father's death. But, you know, their various personalities and egos uh, kind of, you know, and their abilities themselves kind of make the family estranged again. Yeah. And, but... 
little did they know, a global apocalypse is waiting on the horizon. Yes. And they have just eight days, I think, or seven days. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Six days. Yeah. To stop the apocalypse that is coming. Yeah. Because so, one of the kids' superpowers well, is... spoiler alert. Okay. One of the kids' superpowers <laughs> is that he can travel in time. Kind of, yeah. And space. Well, he doesn't usually travel in time because it's, like, dangerous and difficult to control. Yeah. But that's how he knows the apocalypse is coming. And so they're trying to figure out how to stop it, but also navigating, like, family dynamics of, like, figuring out how to deal with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the yeah, so like basically when they're kids, when they're like teenagers, one of the children's go missing and his power is he can like teleport into different spaces mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he's a wise cracking kid. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> our and favorite character. No, Klaus is our favorite yeah, character. Klaus is our favorite character. So but he accidentally travels very forward in time to after the apocalypse has already happened. And later in the show, or earlier in early in the show actually he finds his way back to the present day mm-hmm. but well the present day of the show when all his siblings are grown up and he's still a kid yeah <laughs> so it makes it super interesting but he's basically trying to convince them that the end of the world is coming and but they don't know how it's caused all he has is very subtle like very small clues and mm-hmm. he's trying to convince his siblings that it's help, important. That's important and take it seriously <laughs> and help them stop the end of the world before it happens. But they're just busy bickering. But they with got each other, other stuff going on, yeah. So the show is like I, I would give it past the first episode because like I feel like a lot yeah. of people watch the first episode like, oh, this isn't really for me. Specifically it has because a there's in it. <laughs> specifically because there's like like a dance sequence where they're all like dancing to a song. And I feel like for a lot of people that would just like shut them off from the show. Like, okay, this show is hokey. Like, I'm not watching it. But genuinely, if you give it a few episodes, like it is, I was pleasantly surprised by how good it was. My favorite thing about the show was like how well balanced all the characters were. Yeah, like, that's so true. Yeah, like I feel like the hardest thing about superhero shows or superhero movies, and like especially, is when you have an ensemble cast. Like giving so each of the many cast, different characters, yeah, like, like giving seven. each of the cast like fair screen time to where like you feel like you're getting enough out of all of them. Yeah. Like I can think of a lot of superhero movies where it's like, okay, this character. I feel like think of like Justice League, which is like <laughs> there's a lot. I could talk forever about that movie, <laughs> bad movie. But some a character like Cyborg in that movie, he's given like maybe four minutes of screen time. Yeah, and or like the uh, the X Men movies, like yeah. X Men Apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like some like Lots a lot of, of characters. characters. Yeah, a lot of the characters like oftentimes there'll be like three or four characters who are like shoved to the background and the movie focuses on like yeah, the, and the one few becomes, star power. Yeah, one yeah. becomes like the important one. Yeah, and it's like and that's fine. Like I get it. Like a movie's hard and it's like hard to do that when like a, a mm-hmm. lot of amount of time. Um and there's like some movies do better than others. Like Avengers does it okay. But this show, like I feel like every character I know everything I need to know about that character with the time that we're given with them. Um, so it's like, I don't feel like after watching that show, I'm like, oh, like I didn't really get enough time with Klaus or I didn't really yeah. get enough time with Luther. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I know those characters 
plenty. And it's all within like the same episode. Like it's not like they have to do the thing where they like dedicate one episode to one character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like they parcel it out in a way. I mean, the episodes are like an hour long. Mm-hmm. So they have the space to do that, but they do it really well in that they give the characters their own time, but give multiple characters their own time within a single episode rather than having to like dedicate an entire episode to one character. For sure. Yeah, and I feel like they don't even have to do, like, a writing gimmick to where they, like, find some way for their storylines to cross every single episode. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like some shows to where it's like, oh, we have a lot of characters. We need to find some way for the A story and the B story Yeah, to have the same thematic thread or something. Yeah, like, to where it's like we have to force the situation where we can not only give all the screen time to these characters, but make it in a way where they're all connected to the same thing every episode mm-hmm. but that's not really the case in the show like different characters have totally different stories going on throughout this yeah, first season and they, there's the overarching story yeah, of the apocalypse and they know? were disconnected from each other for a long time and mm-hmm. built their own lives apart from each other so. yeah and it's like we don't we don't sacrifice those stories in favor of giving each one their free screen time like their fair screen time yeah. like the show somehow balances the correct amount of screen time for all the characters where you can get to know them and understand them but also they each kind of have their own interesting stories going on on top of being a part of this overarching story of the pending yeah. apocalypse and i think totally. it's super well done yeah yeah it's almost like we find out about the characters lives just as their siblings find out because they've been so disconnected for, sure. for so long so it's like we kind of are getting to know them in the same way that their brother or sister is. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes with these shows, there's kind of like an audience surrogate character. Yeah. To where it's like the character like who doesn't know anything. There's a lot of clarifying for that, but not in like a gross, weird way where it's like obvious. Yeah. To where it's like, there'll be like, there'll be shows. I'm trying to think of a show. Um, I think an example would be like Harry Potter. Like oh, oh. in the Harry Potter movies, like, Harry's entering this world that is completely new to him. Like, he grew up in the human world, the muggle world, quote-unquote, and he mm-hmm. enters the wizarding world knowing nothing about what's oh, going yeah. on around him. And, like, in that sense, Harry is, like, the audience surrogate character to where we're learning about this world, and he's asking questions about this world, discovering this world in the same way we are. To yeah. where it kind of hel- eases us into this world of wizardry. That's true. Where there's, like, new example. currency. Yeah, like, new currency, these creatures, like, magic, all this stuff. And he's learning about it for the first time, so it makes it a lot easier for us to learn about it. That's, like, the audience story. But in this show, I guess, like, I guess um, Ellen Page could kind of be the audience surrogate. Oh, yeah, by the, the way, guys, bit. Ellen Page is in it. Yeah, and Ellen she's Page incredible. is, like, one of the stars. She's incredible. All the other actors are just, like, who are you? Like, nobody knows who the other actors <laughs> Dick on are. Dickon Tarly is Luther, who oh, is yeah, Samuel Tarly's older brother who got recast. Well, he was the recast version of Samuel Tarly's older brother yeah. in Game of Thrones. He's in it for like one episode. Um, and then he died. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Alive. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but I feel like in the show, there isn't really like an audi- like a, a set audience surrogate character in like the traditional sense. And it kind of like just trusts the audience to, to figure to it be out. With, yeah, to be okay with like not really knowing things and like not having questions answered and kind of like just following whoever we're following in the show because there's like i mean you could say ellen page is their main character but like because the screen time is so equally spread out yeah. you can kind of latch on any character you want 
to kind of be like the one you sympathize yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, there's exactly. I was just going to say there's not like a bias towards like which character is like your favorite mm-hmm. or the best or like because all of them have equal flaws as they do like yeah. good things and Yeah. you know. Yeah, it, it kind of like shifts as the stories change like, you know, at first you might be sympathizing with Vanya, who's Ellen Page, because you're kind of mm-hmm. following her like perspective in it. But then it like shifts to Klaus, and who's like struggling yeah. with like addiction and you know vision. He's, a, and, he's like, our favorite because we love his personality. Yeah, we love Klaus. <laughs> Klaus the best. He's so funny. But like you, you kind of then you like kind of are in his shoes, like dealing with his own storyline. You're kind of like, oh, I'm following Klaus now. Like I really sympathize with Klaus, and it's like, oh wait, I kind of sympathize with Luther now because like you know he has daddy issues and he was sent to the moon for years and he doesn't understand why and he kind of is in love with his stepsister or you know adopted sister it's weird but yes why are you looking <laughs> at your phone right now i'm sorry i'm walking in, i'm watching instagram <laughs> story no no stories? amy's having a clothing sale on her close friends list so i'm looking at <laughs> who no amy okay no i'm sorry instagram okay. stories can wait i know sorry i'll look at it later oh my goodness <laughs> this is why we do the podcast anymore you're too busy shopping <laughs> Anyways, I was Anyways. listening. I can multitask. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great show. Yeah. And then season two just came out on Netflix. We watched that too. We watched all of it in like a couple weeks. Yeah, we like rushed through both seasons. <laughs> so. It's all um, we watched. And season two is super interesting because like there's a bit of time travel going on in season two. And they're in the 1960s it's in Dallas. It's kind of a whole new like life for everybody. Yeah, like they... I mean, no spoilers. I guess spoiling anything because we don't want to spoil the first season either. Um, but one of the char- one of the characters, Allison, is black, and then she is transported into the 1960s in Dallas, and they're kind of stuck there. And she's there, like just as the civil rights movement is kind of yeah. gaining traction in Dallas, and she joins up on that because yeah, like, and becomes a huge part of the movement. Yeah, and it's like it's. It's crazy. I, I don't know why I hadn't thought about that before. It's like you think of time travel. It's like, oh, like, you know, you time travel the same period. You like walk around for a bit. But it's like, what if like, what do you do if you're stranded somewhere? And like, it is a very contentious time for someone who looks like you. And I think like, especially right now, it's like another like really topical show or like a really topical like part of a show because you know, we're ta- we're dealing with race relations and talking about like the racism and systemic racism in our country right now. And to have somebody from the present day, like a character who is like keenly aware in like in this world of the show, like the, the structural issues that we we're dealing mm-hmm. with today, being sent back to the nineteen sixties and joining up in the civil rights movement, knowing full well that we're still dealing with these things today. Yeah. Like it kind of draws an interesting line between these two things so it makes like i think people have the tendency to think of you know the civil rights movement is so far away from now and like you know it was the past it was fixed like it's over like let's move on it's like our parents were alive yeah like everybody like the the people like the first children to be integrated into schools are like in their 50s and 60s today to where it's like it is not far away and we it was not fixed in 1968. Like, it was not over with. Like, no, you're still dealing with that things. stuff today, right now in this moment. Yeah. So, it was super interesting and cool to see that, like, of course yeah. she would join up. Yeah. Of course she would be a part of that. Like, And it's, like, still going on today, not just because of, like, the people are still around today. Like, it's not just, like, oh, there's, like, still, 
racist people around mm-hmm. like that's not even the half of it it's like all those systems that were set up back then are still in place that today. are working exactly how they were designed to yeah yeah, yeah. and now that we're like experts on racism <laughs> no, or no, systemic no. racism not like we are 100 percent. we're just not. talking about a tv show <laughs> yeah we're just talking about a tv show we like but i think it is really it was really cool to watch and really interesting to see like it's it's supposed to feel like a fish out of water scenario, mm-hmm. but it's totally not. Yeah, like she is a, like she thrives in that moment exactly where she's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it was super cool to see. So yeah, the Umbrella Academy. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? No, I think it was a great show. I was timid to watch it at first, mm, same. but um, but I ended up loving it. It was yeah. super gripping. Yeah, and the, and the second season like it feels. Like, the, the story of the second season, like, the overarching threat is similar, but it, like, feels mm-hmm. very different in, ex- ex- in its execution, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I was worried that the second season would be, like, because I was like, what are they going to do for the second yeah, season? Yeah, like, like, you went so this? hard on the first season, like, global apocalypse. Yeah. Like, are you just going to do that again? Yeah, and it's not like... Um, what is it like Jurassic World where like the second movie is just the same thing over again like it's not that but yeah. it's it is similar because they still haven't really solved the problems that were that arose in the first season yeah Um, but it's not like just a repeat like it's equally as interesting I would say like yeah. I, lo- I loved both seasons and I wouldn't say like oh yeah the first season's great but the second season like just stick around for it or the other way around yeah. like I loved both. Yeah, like all the, the the dynamics in the second season change as well between the characters. Like it is super. I like. I feel like the the momentum kept going throughout the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I thought it was really great. I probably even liked the second season better than the first season. Yeah, I, the, I mean, there were new characters introduced, new yeah. relationships that mm-hmm. were really interesting and dynamic. Yeah. Um, that I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's it. You the guys um, should watch the it. The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. It's Please on check Netflix. It out. It's on Netflix. All right. Han, I think <laughs> we're only going to do one recommendation each today. Yeah, Just keep it short fine. instead of our regular two because we also like chatted a bunch at the, fr- at the front. <laughs> yeah. Um, People are, s- you guys are sick of hearing from us. No, they're not sick of hearing from us. They're just sick of us. No, we'll keep you wanting more. I keep us wanting more. Okay. Exactly. Well, if I'm only giving one. Um, That'd be a good one. I, I didn't even prepare it's one. Noemi's <laughs> Instagram stories where she's selling stuff. <laughs> I recommend Noemi's closet. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, what I think I want to recommend is this show that I watched a little while ago called the <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> I'm letting the suspense build. Letting the suspense build. No, I've tried to get Jack to watch it, but he said he's not interested. Maybe you guys will be. It's called Never Have I Ever on Netflix. On Netflix. And I don't know why, but I've been really interested in shows that I feel like are meant for high schoolers <laughs> recently. <laughs> but the way I came across this show is like one time I woke up at like 3 a.m. to my roommate, like laughing hysterically in her room. <laughs> and I the next day I was like, what were you watching last night? Because I could hear you laughing so hard. And she was like, oh, it's a show called Never Have I Ever. It's freaking hilarious. Um... And it was, but it's like the, the, one of the few shows that has made me laugh hysterically and also cry my eyes out <laughs> in the same episode. Mm. Like, it's just really emotional in both sides of the spectrum of like really tugging at your heartstrings. Um, 
with like coming of age stuff like yeah loss stuff and just regular problems but also like really meaningful problems like, does billy like me <laughs> billy i, know. I assume um, someone on the show's name billy it's i mean it obviously or, like or dylan it surrounds this one girl who's in high school named davy davy Davy. Davy. It's like D E V I. Okay. And she's Indian. And she um, basically, like, her dad passed away, like, mm. the la- last year when she was in junior high. Yeah. And um, she, like, became paralyzed because of it and was, like, in a wheelchair. It was just, like, mm. it was some neurological issue where she was, like, just so overwhelmed with everything that she lost control. Like, she wasn't able to use her legs. Like in Talladega Nights. <laughs> when he when he, can, no, when he can't use his legs because he got in a car accident and there's a mental block going on. Yeah, there was some kind of mental. Did she stab herself in the leg and then realize no. that she could feel everything? No, you would think though. Oh. But yeah, so basically, it follows her and her two friends and just their journey through high school and yeah. like navigating not only like boys but also <laughs> like you know her going through dealing with her father's death and like at this point like she's going back to school after the last year and she is not in a wheelchair anymore now she Mm -hmm. like can use her legs and everyone's like oh my gosh like she's walking and like she's dealing with like dealing with the attention and like I don't know just figuring out how to do norm be a normal person in high school but also dealing with stuff at home Mm. And it's really interesting, too, because she, like, was super close with her dad and, like, was not close at all with her mom. And she's an only child. And so just navigating, like, how to care for her mom and, like, have a relationship with her mom when that's not, like, comfortable to her and all this stuff of, like, things that her friends are going through and, like, trying to be a good friend, even though, like, it it tackles the idea of, like, being a good friend while you still have stuff of your own going on Mm -hmm. and like the idea that like even though your life sucks like not everything's about you yeah you know yeah which i thought was super interesting everybody's got something going on yeah yeah yeah. and like you know you can't compare like oh well my situation's worse than this person's like everybody has their own stuff and deals with it in a different way blah 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 yeah but it's also like hilarious um and it follows mainly davy but it also gives a couple episodes to one of her friends one of her guy friends who is like her arch nemesis kind <laughs> of but then they start becoming friends blah blah, blah. and they kiss <laughs> maybe oh! maybe not um i had a feeling yeah it's really good um it's also written and created in part by Mindy Kaling. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, and it's, like, somewhat based on her life mm. growing up in Boston. Um, really, I did not know that, actually. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it is really cool um, just as, like, an Indian woman, like, yeah. growing up. And it's interesting, too. It, it does talk about, like, cultural differences and, mm. like, her in the show Davies, like, church is like held at their high school or whatever and so there's like one episode where she like runs into someone while she's like in her indian i forget what it's called sorry is that what it's called like it's like the traditional like dress so, yeah. and headwear that they wear um yeah i, I really don't know for sure but I think yeah so. i can't remember what it's called um 
but yeah and so it's just like you know all those things that you figure out coming of age but like also throughout your whole life that you learn about like you know coming to terms with your culture mm -hmm. and like and like the balance of like assimilating with like your friends who have different backgrounds or like learning about their different backgrounds and then being confident about where you came from yeah um and then also like family dynamics friend dynamics like love and relationships and yeah. all that jazz and it's really lovely and funny and fun and even though i feel like it was probably meant for people younger <laughs> than me <laughs> i really enjoyed watching it and yeah. i i now have watched the series twice through oh my gosh so it's really cool and they do that thing where like they dedicate like one or i think it's two episodes to complete to a completely different character mm -hmm. like they give it from their perspective like uh like i was saying her like arch nemesis or whatever i forget what his name is but they give him a whole episode and like andy sandberg narrates <laughs> it because like the character's like uh like hero is andy sandberg oh and gosh. so they narrate it. and it's like this famous uh, the one who narrates davy's perspective his name oh john McEnroe, the john, famous john McEnroe. McEnroe, yeah. yeah, the tennis player, <laughs> because she, like, her dad loved McEnroe, and it's, like, it's just an interesting thing that they did. Like, it's actually him who That's is awesome. narrating it. Yeah. I feel like he has nothing else to do besides yeah. yell and be angry about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really good show. I would recommend it. Yeah. And so I am recommending it. You are recommending it. Do they, so, like, are much of the conflicts in the show just kind of, like, regular life stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's stuff that some people might have not gone through, mm -hmm. but um, it's definitely a very relatable show. Yeah. In the sense that, like, her experience is unique, but, like, the concepts and themes that she struggles with are very universal. Yeah. Like, you know, people might not have lost their father or whatever but it's mm. still like learning how to deal with sorrow and learning how to navigate all of that in the midst of also caring for others yeah that's and great things like that um so do like does like her cultural stuff like mm -hmm. her kind of like, le like learning to like hold on to that and reconcile that while mm -hmm. also being in like high school where not a lot of people look like her yeah like what is that like it's 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 actually amazing because so there's her cousin mm -hmm. uh lives with her and her mom as well and that story is also told through her cousin's perspective mm -hmm. and because her cousin is like in her she's probably like 23 or 24 okay and she's like going to school to become a doctor mm -hmm. um and she like meets this guy who's like not hindu mm -hmm. and um like falls in love with him whatever yeah. and like hides that from from Davy's mom mm -hmm. and it's kind of told through that kind of perspective, which is interesting too. Yeah. Um, just reconciling like what you've been taught and then what deciding what you actually believe and how the, the way that you decide you want to live your life yeah. in light of the way that you've grown up or the way you've been taught. Yeah. And, and I assume like, it doesn't feel like, like it's a, she has to pick one. No, like not at all. It's kind of like, Oh, like she can, like really celebrate this part of her life yeah and like that 
but like doesn't she doesn't have to like abandon that yeah to have a place yeah in this culture on the society yeah. yeah and what i like too is that it gives davy's mom a lot of attention too in mm. the show like how she deals with losing her husband yeah. because in some parts it can feel like Davy like makes her the villain of the show like mm. she hates her mom sometimes like most teenagers do yeah. like are annoyed by their mom yeah. but it gives her the space of like how she's reconciling with her husband's death mm. and um you know how she's dealing with that and yeah. everything especially within her community and her church and like mm -hmm. how single women are looked at in mm -hmm. the Indian community um or widows or whatever um yeah. it's super interesting that's really cool yeah and it was interesting too to like learn about Indian culture yeah like I th I feel like there aren't very many shows out there that that deal with that oh yeah. there's like a new like matchmaking like dating show yeah I want to watch that one yeah, yeah I forget what it's called it's on Netflix but um, it's interesting yeah. that that is coming to light. Like it's, a, I love learning about those kinds of things and how cultures deal with issues or like what they think about certain yeah. things. Yeah. Like I feel like for like, as far as like movies and shows go for that part of like that region of the world mm -hmm. that we get, I feel like most people like around here is kind of like, unless, unless they're like really into Bollywood movies. Yeah. Like as far as like, uh, exposure to that culture through film goes over here. They're like, I've seen Slumdog Millionaire and that's all I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's so much more than that. And yeah. it's like, and it's not just that. I, I think there's like, no, there's a movie Lion with, with Deb Patel. Yeah. I really wanted to watch and I haven't gotten to watch it, but I heard it's like incredible. Um, yeah. And I love Deb Patel. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Deb Patel's in it. Um, like, <laughs> you I'm like could 99, be wrong. I'm like 99% sure. Um, but uh, he's in a bunch of movies coming up too. Um, mm -hmm. Like The Green Knight or whatever, or the A24 night movie i can't yeah um but but like i feel like it's like there's so like there's so many people like that like living like there's like that culture is like so large in so many parts of like our country mm -hmm. and especially with someone like england which like i've spent a lot of time going to england it's like yeah there's so many indian and pakistani people in england and like that culture is like thriving over there and but it's like we we see we so little of it, it and we understand so a little bit like through like our film that we see here unless yeah. it's like Slumdog Billionaire yeah <laughs> like, stuff that's Americanized yeah so and I feel like a really good movie that kind of gave me some good exposure to like that region of the world as far as like it pertains to like an American culture um, even though it's Pakistani not Indian was The Big Sick with Kamil oh, Nanjiani yeah. to where like it's his family like living like they're very traditional like in their culture but they're living in the u.s and then you have kumail who is like wants to like you know respect his family and like his mm -hmm. upbringing but is also like living and thriving in you know the country he spent most of his life in mm -hmm. and it's kind of like that that tug between those two like realms and like you know finding a way to reconcile those two things like, i thought it was really impactful and really inspiring and really yeah. interesting to see yeah you know it's like because I feel like especially, like, you know, there's, like, tons of movies about family conflict and, like, understanding. But, like, mm -hmm. when you, like, are, when your parents are immigrants and you're an immigrant yourself, like, in the big, in the big, the six, big six, for instance. Yeah. Um, and finding your new life and this different culture and growing up in that and, like, trying to find your way in that while also tr trying to respect that, like, your upbringing and your parents and 
it's super interesting to see those two things coming together and like the struggle, yeah. but also like the ways they kind of come in harmony. Um, I would, I just want to see more stuff like that because yeah. it's really interesting and we just don't see a lot of that. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing as I recently watched. Well, similar. It's not the same culture. It's uh, Islam, Middle Eastern culture, but I recently watched Rami, the mm-hmm. show, the H24 show on Hulu. Yeah. And I would recommend it, but it's not like, I was going to recommend it, but it's not, it wasn't like my favorite. Just, I don't know. Anyways, we can talk about that another time. But, um, but it was so interesting because I, like my family is half of my family is Middle Eastern, but Mm -hmm. I know nothing about Islam. Yeah. And I, it was so interesting to learn, especially like through a TV show about somebody's culture mm-hmm. like especially when it's created by somebody who actually lived yeah. through that <laughs> culture like mindy yeah. kaling or rami Youssef, yeah. i think is his name yeah rami Youssef, or who, Kamil Nanjiani, yeah who say, yeah. it's like they actually lived through those things and wrote a show based on what they lived through so yeah. it's a- accurate yeah exactly <laughs> and it's not just caricature a, oh yeah. yeah and not just a white person saying like i, th- I think this is what yeah, their experience was like millionaire so um but it's like Definitely, like, similar thing is what we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast is, like, it's so interesting. Like, that's, it seems like some people can pin it as, like, a passive way to learn is Mm -hmm. to watch TV. But it really isn't. Like, it's it's so, like, such an active, like, way to invest in somebody's experience and, like, not only learn about it and read about it, but like see it and yeah. like experience those emotions, like the way that TV makes you feel things about mm-hmm. people or sympathize with people in a way that, you know, you are aware that you're detached from them and you're not the same as them, but you mm-hmm. feel their emotions and yeah. you understand where they're coming from. Well, Han, that's just the propaganda of the globalists <laughs> you know, seeping <laughs> into our country, trying to establish multiculturalism, utopia, Yuck. cashless society, you know, Yuck. George Soros funded. <laughs> they're coming after you. They're going to take away, you know, your guns and oh. your frogs that are not gay. I love America. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like television is, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I went to college. <laughs> I, uh, I learned about some television stuff. Yes. Um, and television is like how we learn, like television teaches culture. Yeah. And like it teaches, and it re- like it teaches and reinforces like the norms of our society. Mm-hmm. Like it's, if you look through the history of television, like so many things that we just are okay with now or accept now, like we're taught through television and yeah. like started on television, like. You know, and or like championed through television and, yeah. and normalized through television. And it's, and it's not like, just about like, oh, fake news, no, <laughs> like news yeah. stations. You learn about it through fiction, too. Yeah, for sure. It's like these kind of stories are like, oh, like, no, this is what America looks like. And not only yeah. like this is what America looks like, and it's totally normal. Like, it's okay. And it's like, it's not, people aren't evading yeah, us you or don't like need to taking be over. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, like these people live around us and like they are a part of our culture they're part of our nation people (laughs) you got me you got me on that one these people no but it's like the the people in these kind of stories like these stories that are not traditionally white centered yeah western quote-unquote culture american yeah and it's like the like people who look who look different from you and me are a vital part of our country and they have been here for a long time Mm -hmm. and they are not going going anywhere and so like rather than 
you know, having our own like biases or like yeah. fears and not of telling the other or, and not telling them how they should assimilate. Yeah, like or, like oh, like you know, you got to learn English and like yeah. it's 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 the American language. It's like well, it's not yeah. the national language. Yeah, <laughs> too. It's like I think in these kind of stories we see the richness that these that their experiences and their cultures have to offer us mm-hmm. and the, the amazing things that we can learn from them and the fact that it is totally cool and totally normal that they are living like their cultural upbringing yeah in america yeah like that's great <laughs> like yeah. it's, and these shows like it's cool because it normalizes that it's like yeah no, these kind of stories of you know an indian girl going to an american high school and having just every day struggles yeah like everybody does yeah. like boys family parents like that happens every day yeah and that's totally normal and that's totally awesome yeah it and is. like and it's good that we get to see that and experience that yeah. and learn that because it it helps us not paint them as somebody different or somebody other it's like no they have different things about them or different experiences but that is nothing negative that's a positive yeah it's totally. great that they get to express that and we get to be around them and learn from them as they express that. Yeah, and it's never a bad thing that America changes, no, you know? Yeah, like, it's, it's not like, oh, we have to get back to where the founding fathers were. No. Like, who cares? Newsflash. They <laughs> had a, a terrible in, life. There was a time in America where we were the newcomers. Yeah. And we were the ones who were changing things. Yeah, like, it shouldn't be so scary that a really different culture. nobody was really happy about it at that time, so yeah. let's, let's remember that. Yeah, it shouldn't be so scary that a different culture is involved in American culture. Yeah. Like American culture can become something other than it has been. Yeah. And this, I mean, I, I know that most of our listeners get this, but this is for the racists. Who are <laughs> uh, uh, we know you're out there. We you're We're out watching there. We know you. You're listening from the shadows <laughs> uh, or the limelight because you're emboldened. <laughs> um, but yeah, that sounds yeah. like a great show. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, Probably it's really good. Though. I think it was only... Probably yeah, not going to because of the globalists. Well, yeah. so far, it's only one season. I think it's been renewed, though, um, and it was 10 episodes. Okay. So pretty quick, easy Probably watch. Probably watch five. Um, rude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, the episodes are like 20 minutes long, so it's <laughs> very basically low like it's five. Yeah, it's a very low commitment show. Um, That's awesome. Thank you well, for sharing that. Well, yeah, our uh, Shake Shack is coming any minute now. Oh, uh, we still got like... 15 minutes okay. so let's just kill some time <laughs> just wrap back and forth <laughs> what did you order from shake shack jackie uh i ordered a double cheeseburger amazing yep i ordered a hamburger with lettuce and shack sauce okay, people don't really care about this i don't think well let me tell you i almost ordered onions but jack gets really annoyed when i eat onions because it makes my breath smell but i love onions but you know this time you know we're getting married i'm learning to make sacrifices this time i did not order onions on my burger i really don't care if you eat onions. <laughs> I, I feel like you do oh um yeah so where can they find us han uh, they can find us at the Rec Center Pod on Instagram mm-hmm. and also on Twitter. Twitter. And Gmail. And Gmail is the Rec Center Pod at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, and, and you. Oh, let's see. It's Rec Center Pod at gmail.com. Rec Center Pod. Yeah, see, not we the realized 
<laughs> we realized we made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we could always just change it, but why would we? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Uh, also, email us, please, at recentrepod.gmail.com if you have your own recommendations. Yeah, or DM us. We would love to hear. Or DM us or tweet at us. Yeah. Uh, we will see everything because yeah. we're always on our phones. I'm at Hannah Rexinger on Instagram and Jack's at Lumberjack with an H on Instagram if you want to DM us, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that you think you should DM watch. us on the podcast page. I don't want yeah. to touch my personal page. <laughs> I got enough people talking to me on that page. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. All right. This was a kind of like a redo, like a re a remake of our show. We're back. Yeah, for now. we're back. We might do it bi-weekly, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to do it bi-weekly. We'll see what our schedule is. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to commit to it because it's a really pretty low-effort show for us. We can yeah. just sit here and talk. We just sit and chat the way we normally nothing. would if you guys weren't listening. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that well, it? it's been good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Hannah. Thanks for hanging out, Jack. Well, don't have to thank me. I'm your fiance. <laughs> I have to do this. <laughs> Jack, it was your kidding. idea. Oh, it wasn't my idea. All right.